and call me hardworking when I die. Is what fine, I'm fine, fine. Hello and welcome to What a Way to Go. We are a podcast. <laughs> we, we are a podcast. This is this is a podcast about bizarre deaths. Near misses. No. Oh my god. I, do you know what? I feel like I've never done this in a <laughs> I suddenly totally lost my life. Unusual deaths. <clears throat> Unusual deaths. Near misses and bizarre stories. We are your hosts, Claire Daly. Eleanor Gamer. I thought you were doing it again, oh. so I started eating <laughs> carrot. Can we keep this in anyway? Yeah. I quite like it. I it's really a bit of carrot, bit of fuck up. Rabbit munching <laughs> carrot entity. I'm Sarah Austin. <laughs> We're keeping it in. And we are consummate professionals, if you hadn't noticed. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. It's never nice to listen to someone (laughs) eat a carrot. It's like ASMR. Do you know what? I have actually started listening to some ASMR uh, videos. Yeah. So I was curious. Show you out. No, just to sort of see what they were like. And And now you're just big. I don't find them calming necessarily. I don't think I have that bit in my brain. But I'm like, oh, hmm. it's not. I don't hate it. Do you know what I mean? I've listened to the Cardi B one and it makes me feel a bit funny. And I don't mean like sexually funny. It makes me feel a bit weird. What one did she do? She did. She's really close to the microphone and she's like stroking it and talking really loudly. Not really, sorry. Talking really clearly into it. But mm. the words she uses just don't do it for me. And it made me feel a bit funny inside. And what, does, what words did she use? I can't remember. Okay. I don't even want to go back to filth? it, to be honest. No, 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 not filth. Like, it was ASMR, like, mm. general shit, mm-hmm. but it was just weird. I didn't like it. Mm. I've been mostly listening to people eat chalk. What? It's a thing. No, please. Yeah, it's quite nice. It's quite satisfying. No. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to start doing it. My teeth would fucking fall out straight away, my weak teeth. What, the, the, <laughs> the noise of it is satisfying? Yeah, like a big... <laughs> I'm not no, gonna, I'm not I don't believe try and you. Do. Maybe with a carrot. <laughs> The listeners are loving this. No! <laughs> I don't know how anyone finds someone eating on... It's the big thing about podcasts and people eating and drinking. Like, it's not mm. nice in the slightest. We say that like that's not what we do every single week. I mean, we try not, not to. It's not, it's not the point of the podcast. It just slips in sometimes. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> My big gulps. Love it. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. We don't mm. do ASMR. We had a bit of a longer break than expected. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, we just fucked up some dates, but um, sorry about that. But here we are. It's good. Someone, one of our followers tweeted us today. They're opening, reopening the investigation into the Dyatlov Pass. Oh. So we might finally find out what happened in the Ural Mountains. That's exciting. Mm. I wonder how they, what more they could do that they haven't already done. Who knows? DNA? DNA, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it a bear? Was it a yeti? Was it uh, Soviets? Soviets. UFO. Did you also see there was a news article today? I don't know if I was on like the bad part of the internet, but there was a news article today that said that the Chinese have found no proof that the US ever landed on the moon. (laughs) Yes. And then loads of comments were like, they're on the wrong side of the moon. And I was like, I don't really understand that. But it was really interesting. uh, Is there some stuff on the moon as we speak? Yeah, China have just gone to the moon. They've launched their oh, space program. God, I missed that entirely. Totally yeah. missed that. Well, no, I missed that too. But yeah, surely they can't canvas the whole moon. It's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, and they would have gone to... The, this is what the internet said. They would have okay. gone to the other side. I mean, this is not... Also, 
It was a long time ago, so stuff might have just fallen off the moon yeah. by now. Surely. Drifted away. Yeah. Or maybe they just cleaned up really fucking well. The mm. the aliens. Like, I don't... <laughs> yes, Sarah, yeah, the aliens. Exactly. You Get don't go fucking dirty up my moon. <laughs> Fuck off. I can't tell who Buzz. was in like this room 50 years ago. I mean, probably it wasn't a studio. It might not. I don't know. Was this even a building 50 years ago? But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, you don't, Things you change. Know, exactly. Get over it, China. I was thinking about astronauts the other day because isn't it weird that an astronaut is like a very 70s job when you think about it? Like it's like people that go into space and it's not really something that happens that much anymore. China have just done it. Yeah, I know, but like, you know, the space race and everything. Isn't it weird that space seems so futuristic, but it's all actually very dated? Oh, okay. Maybe that was a weird thought. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I really like that. I really like that. That it at. was like the popular thing you wanted to be, an yeah. astronaut, and then a footballer, and now a vlogger. Mm. Now it's <laughs> Mars. It works. Now we're trying to get to Mars, aren't we? Yeah, it's going to take quite a long time, because you've got to wait for it to be- to come close enough. And more hospitable, maybe? Is mm. it? Well, it's never going to... It's always going to be the same. But, there are things but Hilton up there. Wait for it to... Yeah. Get and a bit of nice Hilton. furnishing on there. Go get H&M. There. That's the only yeah. reason I'm going. Would you like to go to space? 100%. Would you? But I think I would puke <laughs> until my... Have we already had this conversation? Out. I don't think so. No. We were talking about doing a special in space, weren't we? I really want... There's so many good stories about near misses in space. Um, I, in theory, would like to go to space because I like good views... Mm-hmm. But I hate flying, and going in a spacecraft would probably push me over the edge. Oh my god! Literally. Imagine how claustrophobic it would be. Yeah, and Ooh. also because a lot of the the next mission to Mars, the actual proper one, that's uh, you're not coming back. That's yeah, a, you're you're going forever. And I don't want to do that. I've got stuff to do down here, so I haven't got yeah. time to go to Mars. Yeah, there was like um, I don't know whether it was actually going to happen, but it was a big thing a couple of years ago that the people that were putting themselves themselves mm. forward for it knew they weren't coming back and there was an interview with a woman yeah an interview with her husband and their kids and they're like we know what she's doing is bigger than us so maybe they don't like each other anyway yeah i mean i'd hope you'd support me you'd probably love me going to mars (laughs) and never coming back she's gone but yeah those people are still that is still happening, but Mars doesn't... It's like 2028 or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, what's Elon Musk up to? Is he going up there? Bloody hell. I hope he goes there and never comes back. Is it because they think they're going to die, or is it because they think they're going to start a new life up there? They can't get back once you're there. It's a bit of both, so though. So they want to... Yeah, but it's not going there to die. They're going to go there and live there as long as possible. So they'll die quite quickly, probably. Well, well they're going to the set up, like, to... set, do things to make sure they don't. Like, they're not just going to open the door and... <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> Oh, we did. Well, no one's done it before, so they might do. Isn't Mars too cold for us? Yeah, it's freezing. So, just wear a big jumper. And you, do you get any sun? Probably not. I mean, yeah. we're going around the same sun, aren't we? Actually, yeah. But... I, I love. I th- I'm, listen, I'm sure they've thought it through. <laughs> <laughs> they, these are questions that Why have been asked. <laughs> it doesn't sound like they have. Why, Why haven't they asked our opinion? I might That's get on a call tomorrow. Just to let them know. I don't know if they've realised. It's quite cold up there. Mars is actually further away than the Earth. Have you thought about thermals? (laughs) Definitely going to need some thermals. (laughs) Heat tech from the Uniqlo. (laughs) I can recommend it. And there's nothing up there. Like, you can't go. Like, where? Mm. You're not going to a nice hotel, are you? Where are you sleeping? You can't camp on Mars. It's too cold. (laughs) No tourists. Elsa's not here for it. Elsa's not here for it. I just don't know why people want to fuck around with it. Just stay where you are. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what's up there? Anyway. anyway, shall we podcast? We should podcast. I think Eleanor Gamer. That is right, yeah? 
You're That's first. my name, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Elena Gomer goes first. Yeah, week. I think so. I've realised that I've printed out a story, but I'm not actually sure whether this man's name is isn't that, what's here. Isn't that Jon Snow? Oh, we've yes. been looking at it upside down. It really looks like Jon Snow from it's Game of Thrones. It's the story of a man who was stabbed through the hut and then came back to life. What? No, that's, not what, that's what happened to Jon Snow. Oh. <laughs> Even I got that and I've never seen an episode. That was exactly the reaction he wanted. Oh my God, what? Daily loves a very gory near miss, that's why. <laughs> and there was dragons. Yeah, and there was a red woman and she... Magic is real. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm so gullible. I mean, it's sort of... Is that Kit Harrington, though? No, it's not Kit <laughs> Harrington. No. <laughs> is it Peter Jackson? Uh, no. No, no, no. I think this man's called Dave Mayer. Mm. I'm going to go with it, because it says it's told to someone else, so I think this is him. Anyway, it's not a million miles from what I said. Mm. I mean, he doesn't get stabbed in the heart. But anyway, it's about this guy... <laughs> Dave. We'll call him Dave. Dave. Hi, Dave. And he was living a pretty rock and roll lifestyle. He lived in Ohio. Yeah, he lived in Cincinnati. He was trying to make a living as a stand-up com- comedian. We've all been there. <laughs> this is what this podcast is. It's our shattered dreams. So, to make money to, you know, support it, he didn't get, like, a temp job or work in a pub. To fund his... Um, journey to be a stand-up comic and also to pay for all the lovely weed he was smoking oh yeah lovely lovely weed delicious weed he was selling his um blood sugar test strips on craigslist so he was diabetic but he was selling them on craigslist i'm not convinced that you could fund a whole lifestyle on that i mean my I dad mean, was diabetic and they are just you know my f- small little things my first question is what are people buying them for yeah is it a fetish or is it because they want to use it to pretend they're diabetic well, maybe they're buying it because they're diabetic and it's cheaper to buy it on Craigslist oh, right, than okay. through. It's not some weird loophole thing. I'm so confused. Because yeah. it's not free, is it, in the in the US? So presumably you would have to... I thought they were used. No, no, no. Oh, I see. Sorry. No. I went very no, wrong. No, that, that would be really weird. What's a fetish? You'd get more money for a fetish than you would just normal stuff. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know from experience, but... So. <laughs> right. Mm. My interpretation of this is that he was selling the ones that he needed. Well, maybe he did get them for free then, because you wouldn't buy them and then sell. Where's the profit? Unless you're selling them at profit. Well, he mm. was smoking a lot of weed. True. And his logic, America. his logic maybe wasn't sound. Anyway, it's not really gone into the details. Have <laughs> we really like hooked onto the wrong part of the story? Here? Is that what's happened? How do you make profit from selling? <laughs> We've got a half-hour podcast on how blood sugar strips... It's fucking planet money, lads. This is what I way to go. Let's go. Come on. So, anyway, he was selling He was selling them, and uh, so he wasn't really able to manage the old diabetes that well because he didn't, couldn't really tell what insulin he needed to take. Dangerous game. All that sort of stuff, which is not... Yeah, quite a dangerous game when you've got a chronic illness like diabetes. Um, so, he was... Not really in a great place because he was kind of living a life like he was still in college, but he had graduated a long time ago because he was 30. And if he'd gone to college, you know, early 20s, we can do the math. Um, <laughs> and he was smoking a lot of weed and he was obviously not really looking after himself. So he was quite depressed uh, and he was trying to self-medicate. So I guess just smoke more weed probably. Mm. In October 2014, he got quite sick 
um, and he thought that he had food poisoning, so he was throwing up. Um, and so he decided that the best thing to do was to get high again. <laughs> I think that's his idea for everything, yeah. to be honest. Weed saves everything, apparently. Um, and that's the last thing he remembered for a month. <gasps> he was taken to hospital in uh, Chicago and he had um, friends around him keeping vigil. But he was in a diabetic coma. Shit. He was in this coma for three weeks and nothing changed. So medics thought they were going to have to turn off his life support machine. So all his friends thought that he was going to not survive this diabetic coma. But in the meantime, his parents decided that they would take him to a different hospital that was better equipped to deal with what he was going through. Whilst he was transferring to this new hospital, friends of his started setting up morning pages on Facebook and people were leaving um, comments kind of talking about what a great guy he was and um, leaving kind of, not what are they called? Not vigils, like memoriams for him on this Facebook page. So as far as his friends were concerned... He was dead? He was dead. Fucking hell. No. Please show me the birth certificate before I write on your Facebook wall. (laughs) Fucking hell. Death certificate. Shit. Yeah, that one too. (laughs) Death. That's my one thing. Like, I've said to my friend Nina, who listens, that, like, as soon as I die, if I die before she dies, delete my fucking social media platforms. Mm. I would hate people to write on my Facebook wall saying, really sorry you're dead, you're so great. Say hello to God for me. Like, that's the fucking worst. Yeah, I mean, it's not doing a lot, is it? No. What do you want us to do? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Prosecco. Um, Come to my funeral. Yeah, but do you want us to set up any kind of big... um, No. Statue? I don't know. Absolutely not. I'd like you to come to my funeral. Someone can say something nice. Throw some rose petals at my grave or something. Cremate me. And... That's about it. Get on with the rest of your life. Where do you want right. to be scattered, though, mm. if you're cremated? Or do you want to be like buried in a pot? I'd like a like a, I'd like a stone, like a gravestone. Or do you want a bench? I don't want a bench. Don't want a bench. No. I what don't about know. a plaque? Mm. Maybe. Maybe I'll have a plaque. I don't know where I'd put it. Maybe at a cat's. Well, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Well, I do. It put it in my will, wouldn't I? I'd tell you exactly what to do. Yeah, yeah someone might just do it for you. Maybe. Pop or don't, because I'll haunt you. But... <laughs> Pretend like you were never here. Pretend like you're on <laughs> That's Mars. what you do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, anyway, after four weeks, old Dave woke up. And his first words were, well, he mouthed, what the fuck? Because <laughs> uh, when you're in a coma for four weeks, you don't know. Well, of course. No, you yeah. don't know what the fuck indeed. You don't know what's going on. News started to spread that he was out of his coma, but some people thought it was a joke that he was alive and didn't believe it until he updated his Facebook status. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't believe anything until I see it on Facebook. That is the holder of all truth, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Mark Zuckerberg. So, so when he logged into his Facebook, obviously to update that status, guys, I'm alive or whatever. Lol. Whatever it was. Mm. Ha ha. Not dead. Whatever. He thought, holy shit. Because he had 150 Facebook posts from people he knew warning him. Wow. And uh, he said it was strange to look at the messages and see how many people cared about me. Ah. 
Do they? Do they no. all? Some people just like to jump on that bandwagon. Mm. Listen, I'm sure a lot of people did, but... To be fair, if one of you died, I wouldn't write on your Facebook wall, and I love you both a lot. Yeah, same. And if I um, had, like, joke died and then come back to life, <laughs> and then I saw, like, 150 <coughs> Facebook posts, I would know that they wouldn't all... And a lot of them would be people that... I won't have seen in a oh, long no. time. And yeah. I wouldn't Decades. be like, oh my God, that person really cares about me. I'd be like, oh, that person Saw hasn't thought about I, me in yeah, 20 yeah, years. Yeah. And it's now like, oh, she's dead. Sorry. Do my bit, yeah. 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 Do quite funny to then answer every single one being like, oh, it's so nice to hear from you. I'm fine. Should we go out for coffee? <laughs> yeah. Like, just, just like call them on it, you know? <laughs> Not Did dead, you, love. If you miss me that much. Mm. Didn't remember my birthday, but glad I'm dead. Yeah. Thanks so much. Cheers. So... He, um, he, yeah, he was, eulogies, that's what I was looking eulogies. for. Eulogies. left eulogies. So he said they were very kind. People described him as loyal and funny and someone whose friendship should be valued. Um, but some people said they were embarrassed afterwards because uh, they said it all a bit prematurely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I think he's, uh, he's gone sober now. That's probably nice. for the best, yeah. Try and avoid the old coma. And maybe don't sell all your blood sugar strips. Yeah, maybe I would manage your diabetes them. a bit mm. better. Try a little bit better. Um, and he doesn't often return to the Facebook post, but sometimes he does so that he can see people describing him as a good, considerate, hardworking and kind <sighs> chap. Fair enough. Little ego Imagine boost, if like, it? Yeah, but come on. If that was... If you had died... And people were saying you were hardworking. Like, would you really want that? Is that like a an adjective you want describing you after it's not, your death? Like one of three? Not hardworking. Fucking hell. Also, he was, I want my boss to say that about yeah, me. Fine, I don't want someone sure. on my Facebook page to say that when I've died. Maybe just like yeah, kind-hearted and considerate, all nice. Like just don't call me hardworking when I die. Is what fine, I'm fine, fine. Um, he uh, yeah, so he didn't get stabbed in the heart and brought back to life by a witch but <laughs> it's a pretty weird way to almost go though to he be did fair. <sighs> oh it was kind of people thought hey, he was it dead. was a bit John snowy that's what i'm saying and he looks like i mean he doesn't look he doesn't really look like upside look turn that upside no, down no upside down i get it definitely yeah. kit harrington maybe kit harrington's got a near miss talk to us about it <laughs> if we could get him on the podcast that would be good for us. yeah that would what kit harrington or this guy <laughs> Either way, I mean, he's probably got something to say. He's a stand-up comedian. He might be really funny. Yeah. Or he might not be. Yeah, Just don't be know, trying. do you, with comedy? Yeah, <laughs> true. He oh, likes true. Taking a long, cool sip of beer. <laughs> that, was, that was his end to the monologue. <laughs> you just don't know stand-up comedy. <laughs> it's true. Uh, nice one. That was good. I enjoyed that. How about you, Sarah? What's your story? Why don't you tell us? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you it, my story. Mine is quite well known, in theory, if you like the internet. And uh, it's a bit left field. It's a near miss, but also a death. Ooh. I'm going to tell you the dramatic story. 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 <laughs> story about Harambe the gorilla. <laughs> Oh, Harambe. Do you know this story? The name rings a bell. Now I understand why it's a near miss and a death. (laughs) Near miss and a death. So, Harambe... (laughs) I can't believe you're doing Harambe. (laughs) Was he King Kong? No, he was just a gorilla. It wasn't just... Oh, Sorry, internet. He was a gorilla. 
an important one. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Harambe, Harambe, however you want to pronounce it. He was born at the Gladys Porter Zoo in Brownsville, Texas, on May 27th, 1999. Oh. He was named by Dan Van Coppernol, a local area Dan the man, a local area councillor, <laughs> who won a naming contest <coughs> sponsored by the zoo. He came up with the name after listening to the song Harambe, Working Together for Freedom, in parentheses, by Rita Marley, who was the widow of Bob Marley. Marley, can't speak. <laughs> Marley. Bob Marley. And Harambe is Swahili, is a Swahili term for communal labour. I don't really know if that's relevant, but it was in the Wikipedia article, so I included it. And then on September 18th, 2014, Harambe was transferred to the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden to learn adult gorilla behaviour and join a new social group. And everything was fine and lovely until mm-hmm. May 28th, 2016. The Gregg family were visiting the Cincinnati Zoo. Cincinnati's come up twice. Yeah. Was it all Cincinnati too? Yeah. Weird. One of those episodes. I thought you were going to say, I was like, yeah, I just mentioned it. (laughs) I've said it twice, sorry. The family were enjoying their day at the zoo, checking out all the animals, but an unimaginable event happened. Their three-year-old son fell into the moat at the Gorilla World Habitat. Oh, I do know. Yeah, I think I do know this story. Where three adult gorillas were kept, two females and one male. Witnesses said they heard the child say he wanted to go into the gorilla enclosure. The boy climbed a three-foot tall fence, crawled through four feet of bushes, and then fell 15 feet into a moat of shallow water, which is quite a big fall for anyone, let alone a three-year-old. Zoo officials immediately signalled for the three gorillas in their habitat to return inside. So this is something that I learned through the research of this, that they have sign language with the gorillas, and some gorillas are fucking brilliant at sign language. So cute. Some of the videos are amazing, but they have, like, a signal for them to go. So the two female gorillas went straight back into their enclosure, no problem. But Harambe, who was an inquisitive 440-pound male silverback... What is that in stones? I don't know pounds. I know it's a lot, but... A lot. It's like... 30 plus stone chunky big guy chunky guy chunky boy (laughs) chunky boy boy. Um, he climbed down into the moat to investigate the child splashing in the water I mean you just want to have a look you want to see Mm, what's going on fair play to him it's his house it is his house it's his fucking moat Um, over the next 10 minutes Harambe became increasingly agitated and disorientated by the screams of the onlookers who were screaming about the child being in the moat, surrounded by a massive gorilla. He dragged the child through the water, occasionally propping him up where he sat or pushing him down when he stood. According to experts, Harambe exhibited strutting behaviour, which meant that he was walking around with with his legs and arms stiffly extended to appear bigger, which in the animal kingdom is a bluffing move, though one with inherent danger should, should he throw or drag the boy around too roughly. Harambe then carried the boy up a ladder and out of the moat onto dry land. Afraid for the boy's life, zoo officials made a decision to shoot the gorilla um, and they killed him with a single rifle shot. Cincinnati firefighters said the boy was between Harambe's legs when the shot was fired. Harambe was killed one day after his 17th birthday. The boy was recovered and not hurt at all. Um... 
But the reason it's so well known is because the incident was recorded in dramatic video by an anonymous bystander and uploaded to YouTube and it went viral. It went mad on the internet, sparking global publicity and controversy. Some observers said that it was unclear whether Harambe was likely to harm the child. And there's a, I mean, there's a lot of back and forth on the internet about it, but it does look like he was just protecting him. They held hands at one point, like the little kid put his hand out for the gorilla and the gorilla held his hand back. Mm. Like, I've got a a natural love for animals. I think mm-hmm. I'm on the gorilla side here. Yeah. Um, lots of people on the internet called for the boys' parents or the zoo to be held accountable for the gorilla's get death, saying there's absolutely no way the kid should have fallen in. Why did that happen? And you shouldn't have killed him. Yeah. The Cincinnati Zoo director, Thane Maynard, confirmed the boy was not under attack, but called it a life-threatening situation where the gorilla was agitated, disorientated and behaving erratically. There's a fucking human in his moat. Mm. Um, during a press, press conference, Maynard supported the animal response team's decision to kill Harambe and said, looking back, we would make the same decision. The huge gorilla was about six times stronger than a man and he was obviously confused and disorientated. This is an animal that with one hand I have seen take a coconut and crush it completely. But actually, there's a few different reports about what he said. He'd previously, previously said... The child was being dragged around. His head was banging on concrete. This was not a gentle thing. The child was at risk. There was a lot of back and forth about what actually happened. Um, But police did investigate the possible criminal charges against the parents um, and the parents did defend the zoo's actions. The boy's mother also became the target of harassment on the internet and social media. But then in June um, 2016, Ohio prosecutor Joe Dieters said that the mother would not face any charges of wrongdoing. And the incident sparked debate among biologists and primatologists on whether gorillas and other primates should be held in captivity at all. Primatologist Jane Goodall, who's like the most famous, well, I, yeah, I, w- I would say is the most famous. She's um, not gorillas in the mist, is she? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Wait, did she, she's not dead. Did she die recently? Maybe she died recently. I think she died super recently. Anyway, sorry. Um, but she said there was an amazing National Geographic article about her with like some unseen... Yeah, she did die recently mm. because there was an unseen set of images from her partner at the time and mm. they, they were incredible. Arambe. Not her own <laughs> Oh, God. Too soon, Claire. Fuck. Um, about her just like chilling chilling all these massive gorillas in the wild and it's, it's incredible. Anyway... Um, she said that, according to the video, it seemed that Harambe was trying to protect the child, hence the holding his hand and keeping him under his legs and stuff. But then she did later issue a longer explanation in an interview with the president of the International Fund for Animal Welfare, concluding that the zoo had no choice but to kill him. She said, it was awful for the child, the parents, Harambe, the zoo, the keepers and the public. But when people come into contact with wild animals, life and death decisions sometimes have to be made. Mm. She said that as long as humans and wild animals are kept in close proximity in zoos, there is no way to prevent accidents from happening. But she believed that zoos with the high standards of care could play an important role. Zookeeper Jack Hanna strongly defended the zoo's, the zoo's actions as the correct decision, noting that a tranquilizer dart might have taken five or ten minutes to take effect and could have aggravated the could have aggravated Harambe further. Because obviously he was such a big guy, like yeah. you couldn't necessarily get the right shot in him at the right time. And if he got shot, had a child between his legs, you could have just chucked him or done something to him. So you don't really know, but. Yeah, still. Primatologist Franz Deval said he f- he saw a few options for the zoo. A gorilla is so immensely strong that even with the best of intentions, we are not sure that her and we're not sure that Harambe had those. The child's death was a probable outcome. Um, so it was just a terrible time all all around. The parents 
were absolutely vilified in the press, but they were good guys. They had quite a lot of children, and also being at a zoo is quite busy anyway. Well, you just can't watch kids literally every second. Like, And also, I looked at the pictures today. It's not like... I've never been to a zoo like it. They basically had a barrier and an open enclosure. So it wasn't even like it was behind glass or behind double glass. Yeah, that's good. Anyone could have climbed over, and an inquisitive three- or four-year-old could have done that, or did do that anyway. But, like, in theory, if the gorilla had come up to the barrier, you could have touched the gorilla, which is mad to me, Mm, because they can rip your fucking face off. Mm, Like, mm -hmm. monkeys are... Chimpanzees can rip your face off, and they're cute as fuck. And they're much smaller, aren't they? And they're much, much smaller. But the reason this was such a big story, aside from the fact, because this does happen quite a lot, if um, zookeepers get attacked or you know people get attacked in any way, they do they do shoot to kill the animals, and but they don't usually go as mad as this. But after the outpouring of grief online, um, it swiftly became something else. People began to employ the name and image of Harambe in quite unexpected ways. There were jokes, there were photoshopped pictures of Harambe with celebrities. He appeared on election ballot papers. Harambe had become a message, an entity divorced from the reality of the gorilla, a thing that existed and evolved and grew on the internet. He had become a meme. And uh, Cincinnati Zoo had to shut down their Twitter because people were just bombarding them with memes and conversations. And also, like, complaints about the fact they shot him. But he's still, like, an internet meme today. Um, which I kind of like in the sense that, I don't know, kind of a little bit of remembrance, but it's kind of taken away from what actually happened. Mm, I think the actual sad, outcome yeah. is just really, really sad. But, um, yeah, this is why Harambe is a popular hashtag meme on the internet. But, yeah, there you go. The near miss of that small little child, name withheld, and the sad death of Harambe, the silverback gorilla. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Harambe. I was going to say, why didn't they just tranquilize him? But that makes sense. Mm. They don't necessarily. I have to say, I do think they did the right thing. I yeah, think they're good all night. Yeah. Just so don't fuck with it. Imagine if a three year old kid had died. Like, that, no one's. Yeah. I don't think we'd still be talking about it today if a three year old kid had died. No, exactly. That would... No, that's true. I see what you mean. Yeah. But um, I, I think that in the, in the circumstances, the right thing was done. I don't think he would have killed him. Mm. I think he was just a playful new <clears> gorilla in the arena. And just inquisitive. I'm not a primatologist. I don't know if you know that about me. Um, I could be the intro. Get back to university. <laughs> I should do actually, shouldn't yeah. I? But yeah, so I don't think he would have been hurt. And it is kind of really sad seeing those videos of him because it does look like he was just like having a new friend. And they were I, honestly like. But yeah, I I hear you. But but no, I still animal think behavior like you just yeah. don't know. Some things can look like they're doing one thing, but yeah. actually they're about to like rip you just the head don't off know. Someone, yeah. And I yeah. think yeah, ultimately saving the life of a child is a better thing. And I also don't think that the parents were to blame. No, to vilify the parents, it's just like that is the danger of people that can now just like literally yeah, film and the... post anything, and then mm. it's just like people are policing other people. That's not okay. Like you don't know what happened if you weren't there. It's not for you to then be like, oh, you're oh, in conclusion, you're a shit parent. Like that's not the case at all it was like a horrific accident that if anything been prevented but it sounds like the zoo are the most I think yeah I not... think the zoo is the most accountable for the fact that they didn't have particularly good yeah who likes system. zoos the most children yeah like, make it they have bigger. since they have since done more um, and, and put in a bigger I think they've put in a bigger enclosure and it's more secure enclosure for the, the gorillas but kind of too little too late really um but yeah, I do think if anyone's at fault, it's the zoo. It's not. It's not the. It's not the parents. It's not the kid. It's no. not Harambe. But no. Yeah. yeah, that is sad. But yeah, I think 
they probably didn't have any other choice. No, they? no, they of course not. Take the chance of a child dying, dying. because of a gorilla. That's no. awful. Imagine the lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, thanks very much, Squares. I had to bring the internet into my story, obviously. Yeah, I think I have heard of that, but I didn't know it was a meme, but I don't really know that many memes. You're not on internet, like, I'm what's the word? Really not. No. Obsessive, like I am. No. I'm not. I feel like I might be somewhere in between the two of you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm at the worst, the worst end of the spectrum. But it's important, you know. That's where people live is the internet. It is, yeah. I'm living out on my own here. <laughs> Don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. Okay, else. Daily, do you want to go? Yeah. Tell us your to. story. Please tell us your story. I will tell you my story. Yes, good. And it's very silly. Just health warning, very silly. Silly story. <laughs> Um, and Squares, I'm quite glad that in your story you were talking about how you were on the side of the gorilla. Always. Because uh, my story is about... <laughs> I've already thought about what I'm going to say. My story is about good boys gone bad. Uh-oh. Oh, no! <laughs> it's dogs accidentally shooting their owners. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Shit! This sounds great. Just to keep it light, absolutely all near misses. There's no, well... Isn't it weird that we've all done near misses today? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Everyone's trying to find some light in the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah please. We've had a few depressing episodes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'll kick off with um, a story from 2015 in northern Indiana. A 25-year-old woman called Ali Carter was hunting... Basically, 99% of these stories are about people hunting or in a car on their way to hunting. So that gives you a little bit of a clue as to the... Loads of guns. Of, yeah, That's a gunny situation. Absolutely fuck tons of guns. Also, all but two of these incidents are in America. So you just got to think, place with a lot of guns. Mm. Not a lot of regulations. Not a lot of dogs. Lots of regulations. And loads of hunting. So anyway, so um, Ali Carter was out hunting... Uh, with her 10-year-old chocolate Labrador. Oh, delicious. Gorgeous gorgeous gogs. Gorgeous gogs. I love a gog. (laughs) Gorgeous dogs. Um, And she took her 12-gauge shotgun. Now, I don't know, literally, I know nothing about guns. They're bad. Guns are bad, but 12-gauge shotguns seem to be like the thing that people have. I don't know whether that's like having a Ford Fiesta. I've got <laughs> Fiat like, 500 Twitter. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, oh yeah, Fiat 500. Probably, yeah. Ali Carter, 25 from Northern Indiana. Basic bitch. <laughs> 100% Fiat 500. What's Fiat 500 Twitter? <coughs> Again, it's an internet nonsense. It's basically basic like... Basic white girls. Basic white girls. Oh, Fiat, okay. Everyone's got a Fiat 500, got long nails that they've got at the salon. Oh, okay. Love, Love Island. It's a bit. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's me. Oh, yeah, shit. Um, I have been watching Shipwrecked, actually. <laughs> so, what? I was having a conversation about Shipwrecked at work, and I was like, I think they're aiming for people that used to watch Shipwrecked when they were at uni, and they've gone so far off the mark that no one's watching it. And then yeah. you're well, watching it. I mean, I am watching it. You love trash I love, TV. I love trash TV. Yeah. And I will continue to watch it, but I don't think it's as genius as Love Island. Uh, or Original Shipwrecked. Or original shit. Is it nothing like it? Because I was well into shit. Right I think I didn't know yeah. anyone if that you, wasn't. If you like, how is it? It's not that different. I haven't watched it. Oh. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I just judge it. and walk away. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm done. Is That's it, for garbage people. <laughs> is it similar to? I girls? feel like it's similar to old shipwrecked. Is it like 
two islands go to war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sharks, sharks and the tigers. tigers. Still, biggest tribe wins. Okay, but it is more like sexy Love Island people yeah. than it was. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were always really fit on shipwreck. Yeah. I think it was just a little bit. Yeah, no, I agree. They're, they're all good. Look, they're all good looking. They're all young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, listen, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pushing it on people like I was Love Island. So if you don't, I still watch never it, watched Love Island. But else, if you liked Old Shipwrecked, go for it. Is it on much. every day? Yeah, it's too much. That that's, is too that's much. That's my problem. Once Same a as week. Love Island is yeah. too much. I used to love it on. It was Hangover TV. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Admittedly, yes, it was. I don't E4. really sit down on a Sunday morning to watch six hours of TV like I would have done when I was at uni. <laughs> but so many cups of tea. So many cups of tea. Um, and the Hollyoaks om- omnibus, even though I'd watched every single one during the week. Really? I just got to see how that works together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I once worked out, I don't know if it even still is because I don't know about like Morph or E4 or whatever, but I once worked out that a single episode of Hollyoaks was aired like 10 times at least because you had all the like the catch you had the plus ones the catch ups you had it on channel 4 E4 then you had the omnibus on the weekend and then on the Sunday and then on the plus ones each night it was like maybe even more than 10 times that's a lot of Hollyoaks isn't it and Hollyoaks is fundamentally dog shit shit. absolute shit so bad really bad yeah anyway shipwrecked why, no. why were we on that? Because Fiat, Fiat 500. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a fucking tangent. Everything to me. This. Absolute tangent. Explain it like I'm five, which is also an internet and the, hashtag. And that came E-L-I-5. because I was trying to estimate what a 12-gauge shotgun was the equivalent of. Does it like, mean it's I don't got know. 12 shots in I it? No, it doesn't. That doesn't feel right. Okay. Because <laughs> gauge feels like a width... Right? <laughs> I don't know the girth of a shotgun daily. Listeners, I'm sorry. If you could have seen the distance that Sarah's eyebrows just travelled up, a big eyebrow wiggle at me as soon as I said width and held my fingers <laughs> Sorry. Phil. Love of the tone, Sarah. So she's got a 12 gauge shotgun. She's 25. She's in northern Indiana. Um, she's with her chocolate Labrador hunting. I don't know what she's hunting. Didn't say. Didn't care to find out. Mm. Um, she laid the shotgun on the ground with the safety off and quite simply, her 10-year-old chocolate lab stepped on the trigger and shot Ali in the foot. Oh, Yowza. Ouch. Hurt quite a lot. That's going to be painful. She was fine. She did have to go to hospital, but she was, she was released with just some minor foot injuries, so it clearly hadn't got the bones or any of the serious tendons. But get this, lads. The dog's name. Shooter. Trigger. Hey! <laughs> I love the it. The dog was called Trigger. I love it. Nominative determinism. Right? Mm. Back again. <clears throat> we can't have that name again, though, can we? Well, people might have forgotten. <laughs> On the description, mate. Um, according, this is a quote from CNN at the time, from 2015. Oh. Trigger has had little to say about the matter. <laughs> yeah, it was like this morning they had a story, a, a serious story about dog, like guide dogs, like working dogs. And when they were talking about the humans and mm. then they panned down to the dog asleep on the floor, <laughs> Benny, guide dog, like introducing <laughs> him. And I just love that they do Cute. that. They humanise the animals. I'm, I'm always here for it. The good boys. The good boys. <laughs> Not the shooty boys, the good boys. No, well, I mean, they are good boys. It's, it's not their fault, is it? People have left their fucking guns lying around with the safety off. And according to Washington Post, 
between 2004 and 2015, 11 years, that's a weird benchmark, but I guess they found the first one and the last one, <laughs> 10 people in the US have been shot by their dogs. Wow. I would have thought it would be more. Mm. One a year, almost. Yeah, that <laughs> averages it out. Um, including one of my faves in uh, 2011, a man from Brigham City in Utah um, was duck hunting with a friend. Ducks? Yeah. I mean, I mean we like it, yeah. everyone shoots ducks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Well, you don't. I mean, I don't shoot ducks, <laughs> but ducks, ducks, come on, they're oh, everywhere. I really like ducks. <laughs> I've got quite a soft spot for ducks. Come on. No. Get involved. No, shoot a duck. Imagine if it's for us. They're not fair game. They're absolutely allowed. They're literally fair game. No, they're not. No, no, no. They're good guys. I like them a lot. No, Even yeah, they're ex- Yeah, no, they're great. They Listen. are really good. But Els was very shocked at the idea of shooting ducks. I thought like... that's really weird. Then I remembered that it's actually really normal. <laughs> shooting ducks in a barrel. Not mm. normal in my life. But imagine if our weekend activity was just like popping out to do a bit of shooting. If we absolutely were posh, not. it would be. Yeah, if we were posh, it might be. Fine. Grace, listen, no one is... Um... No one listening to this is a hunter, right? That's what I, I want to know. And also no Stop one is endorsing listening. hunting. No. But, you know, ducks. No! Sorry, no, sorry, sorry. Don't I'm sorry. Every life ducks. is precious. I'm sorry. I love ducks as well. They're very nice guys. Yeah. I'm not... I, I love a to. mallard. They're beautiful, aren't they? Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. So anyway, a man from Brigham City, Utah, was duck hunting with a friend on Great Salt Lake in a duck... Costume. What do you call it? What's the like a not a reserve, but like a um, a bird, like a sanctuary? Mm. Yeah. Why was he going? Why was he hunting in a that sanctuary? Like Surely the that's opposite the opposite of a sanctuary. Yeah. 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 Well, over here we have bird watching sanctuaries. I went to one a couple of weekends ago in Rona Marshes. It was lovely. You can't shoot things there though. No, exactly. What was he up to? Well, so him and his mate and his dog were in a. Canoe-like boat. Why was there a dog in a canoe? Oh, you know, going out for a hunt. I don't know. Hunting from a canoe. Um, So the man got out, this unnamed man, um, got out of the boat to set up some decoys, laid his 12-gauge shotgun. That's the theme here. Across the bow? Yeah. I do not know how to say that word. Bow? Bow of the boat. Bow. I guess so. Anyway, it's poor little dog, unbeknownst to him. Jumped up onto the bow as he got out to like say, "Oh, hello, owner. I love you. I'm going to follow you." Bang! Shot him in the face, in the buttocks. Oh! <laughs> All right, Forrest Gump. In the buttocks. <laughs> shot straight in the ass. Ow! I mean, if you're going to be shot anywhere, yeah, it's a soft cush- place. Like cushioned, yeah. very cushioned, and he was wearing waders as well, which is uh, apparently like a fine rubber. Which is fine. Just um, anyway, medical crew removed. 27 pellets of birdshot from his butox. Oh, my Shit. God. Why is that? It's it... a lot, right? Yeah, it's like, I guess, buckshot is kind of not a single bullet. They spray. Oh, is it? Why do, what, what the fuck is that all about? Oh, is it because it's, you're more likely to hit them if you've got, like, a bigger surface? It's area? like Angry Birds with that blue bird mm, that splits into blue three. Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the logic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, shot in the ass. And if you look at the stats for dogs <laughs> shooting humans, I've never, <laughs> I've absolutely never done that. But enlighten me. To. There's a very good chart on the Washington Post. They're so mostly hunting trips or in cars on the way to hunting trips. They are literally ninety nine percent in the US where there's a lot of guns. Of course, there's one in France where a guy had to have his hand amputated, which is very oh, sad. No. 
and there was one in New Zealand as well. Um, only one fight, uh, only one fatality um, f- when someone got shot in the leg and then just lost too much blood, which is very sad. I'm sorry to make light of it. Um, but yeah, mostly in the US and lots and lots in Florida. Don't know what that tells you about Florida. They fucking love guns in yeah. Florida. Um, but little annex to the story of good boys <laughs> gone bad. Um, we are can, can the name of the episode yeah. be good, good boys, boys gone, gone bad? bad? Yeah, I think it should be. Um, we are on this podcast, cat people. I would say, yeah, absolutely. slightly more. Yeah, um, don't tell me someone's cat's killed someone. That's not possible. There is one incident. No, a single incident in 2005. Joseph Stanton, 29 years old, in Michigan. Uh, basically left his loaded gun on a kitchen counter and the cat knocked it off and it hit the floor and shot him in his lower torso. He was fine. He survived. Jesus Christ. One incident of a cat. Cats, there's so more more incidents of cats doing it because they're sneaky fuckers. I bet Mm. you there's loads. They've killed people by poisoning probably more. You would never know it was even the cat. Definitely. Knocking like lamps onto their heads or something. So there are my silly, there's my silly near misses. That is very entertaining. That's good. Do you know what's quite ironic is the story that I was going to do today, but I couldn't find enough information about it, was about a nomad in Afghanistan that was found dead in a field, bullet wound in his body, heart, torso. No one could explain what had happened to him. That sounds like a riddle. It isn't, but yes, I understand where you're coming from. And like... Maybe a couple of weeks later, three weeks later, um, they found his, I want to say donkey, but it was some kind of animal. Maybe it was a sheep. I don't know. He had an animal anyway where he like loaded it up with all of his stuff and in the in the saddle had his gun, shotgun. Probably a 12 gauge. We know our guns. <laughs> and what had happened was, well, there was one shot missing and a bit of string from another bit of equipment oh that was carrying God. had got caught in the trigger and just shot him at an opportune oh time God. and killed him. Shit. I feel like you were meant to die if that happened Yeah, to you. that's weird final destination shit. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find corroborating evidence to support it, so I didn't do it. But weird that I could have brought that and then you could have talked about the good boys. Trey BM. That would have been weird, but alas. What? Well, we've heard it now anyway. <laughs> Well, yeah. I told you anyway. Yeah, told you anyway. Story. Extra Ooh, story. Four Ooh. stories this week. Mm. Um, Lucky you. All near misses. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Literally. Well done, everyone. Thanks. Thanks like, to us. Who survived, but also... Us. Us. Absolutely us. Well done, us. Congratulations. Shall we... I mean, it's not that. it's not been that depressing. So, normally, listeners, what we do is at the end of our podcast... We move on to a section called Girl Crushes, which kind of makes us grateful for women in the world who are looking good, doing good things, being activists, doing whatever. They can just literally have written good things or just be wearing nice lipstick or being funny or whatever. Um, and normally we need it to lighten the tone, but I feel like I probably lighten the tone. I think you I? lighten the tone with the good mm. boys. With my good boys. So but we're still going to do it, so... Um, Else, over to you. Yeah, I wasn't sure who to do this week, but I just thought of someone. I need to look it up. One sec. Because my finger is always on the pulse, as we've already established. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. 
I watched the entire back catalogue of People Just Do Nothing in oh. January after it had finished. <laughs> had you literally not not watched an episode before? I had watched an episode because Matt's watched it since a long time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you should watch it because you'll really like it. And it wasn't that I was like, I don't think I'll like it. I just didn't get around to it. And I think I watched one or two and I was like, I do like it, but it feels a bit like The Office, but just in another kind of setting. I don't think I've watched much slash a lot. But that is... I love it. I yeah, but that so that, that assessment is like a very like dismissive thing because even though it kind of starts off a bit more like that, it really develops. And like I think the more you watch it, the more you really love it. So... Um, so now I've watched it all because at Christmas, I think Matt was watching it, it was on the most recent series. My sister was watching it, it was on like series three. My brother was watching it, it was on like series four. So we started watching it midpoint and then I was like, can we just watch this from the start? And everyone was quite happy to do that. So I started watching it over Christmas and then I just carried on throughout January and watched it all quite quickly because it's well good. Anyway, and then last week I went to uh, an improvised musical. Oh God. Which okay. was really funny. <laughs> Okay. It was good. But anyway, I was there with my sister and a couple of other people, and people came out onto the stage, and I was like, it's Roche! Oh, I love Roche! So, Bruce Bratt. Yeah. Roche. Um, she's one of my favourite characters in People Just Do Nothing. She's so dry. She's and she was great. dry in that as well. So, yeah, I know I say improvised musical, and you're like, what the fuck? But then if you're like, well, Roche was in it, and she's very it's funny. Good. <clears throat> she was really funny in that. It was genuinely good i know like you hear the word improvise and you're like fuck but then like people and then you hear the word musical and you're yeah, like fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> double fuck um so yeah i just think she's funny yeah good everyone's, shout i like her a lot everyone's good in it aren't they love the whole crew most of them are men blokes yeah yeah Apart Apart from me, she, i like steve I, I like steve <laughs> yeah and i like um <laughs> Such a t- it's the only one that I know. That's why oh. I laughed. No, I laughed. It was a laugh. <laughs> it wasn't a committed laugh, but it was a laugh I wasn't nonetheless. Into it. This is enough to get you going. Big I fan suppose. of beats as well. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, cheers. Don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm no, me like, oh, yeah, you should watch it. Why haven't you watched it? I literally, I mean, it had finished, and then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I like this. It's like me and my world country. Yeah, 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 exactly. Watch it six months after everyone else has. Yeah, yeah. Although the only thing that you might hate about it is it's slightly that cringy. Awkward. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you do not like that. the awkward comedy. No. So you might not like it. No. So maybe. maybe don't. Maybe I've watched, I definitely have seen an episode or two, definitely. I just haven't watched it consistently it's fine maybe one day well do what you want it's a lot of tv to get through do what you want it's free country it's taken me several years a to wild, get a wild wild free country mm. who's your gal crush my gal crush this week is lizzo ah yeah 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 who is a singer basically i don't know who she was and I remember seeing this video that went viral last year about a woman singing and playing the flute and doing the split and she was incredible uh-huh. and then we listened to the radio at work because that's what normal people do and then I kept hearing this one song called Juice which is well good and like gets you right in the mood for dancing and I put two and two together and it's Lizzo mm. so anyway my girl crush is Lizzo she is a fucking legendary singer slash flutist flautist 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 um incredible she's got an incredible ability but also she's just cool as fuck she's like I wouldn't say body positive, but she's positive in general. So, like, got a lot of stuff going for her. But body positive, really fierce, really cool, 
really like her music. I've started listening to more of her stuff since I really am obsessed with Juice. And I think she's wicked. And I think you'd, I think you'd both like oh, the song. I need to give it a listen. This is yeah. all new information. It's quite popular. She's quite big on the internet mm. now. I hadn't really known. Um, but yeah, the, the song is wicked. Is it one of those things that I might have heard without realising yes. what it was? Okay, yeah. I think I'll you would have. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard that song. There's one Lizzo song that I know that I've been listening to for quite a long time because they play it in the first episode of, I think, the third series of Broad City. Oh, okay. Um, and it's her and someone else. I can't remember who else it is. But I like that's a great, like, I will listen she, to that. Yeah, she's I'll great. Repeat. That's a really good song. Yeah. Um, but I haven't listened. I didn't I didn't go, oh, I like this. Maybe I'll venture in tomorrow. I was like, no, just this one. That's fine. I just, <laughs> just listen stay put. to this constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'll dig out Juice. She's very cool. She had, like... Um, an article and I think in the magazine it's a magazine as well as online in the cut and one double page spread is just her ass <laughs> but like she's because she's a larger lady it's yeah. just her ass in like cut out pants and it's hilarious and she's like this is my ass in a double page spread <laughs> hey, like amazing here it is yeah no she's she's very cool she's very like empowering and I really enjoy that about her very nice yeah, mine's kind of well linked to that. Mine is Stephanie Boa or Nerd About Town. Oh, love her! Did you see her tweet today? Possibly. Which one? There was she like you know when you quote tweet a tweet, uh-huh. and she was like, "Remember this when I went on a date with someone, mm. and she looks fucking incredible. She's got brilliant lipstick, hair's brilliant, yeah, the face is sick. looking amazing." She's like, "I found out today that this date was because the guy had been dared to pull a fat bird." Ugh. Like Paul the Puller Pig, and um, his friend emailed me because he thought I should know. Like months after he ghosted her, and there's oh, this whole like so thread horrible. about it. And I just like it was part of me was gonna do her, but I was like that was so like horrifying to read and really sad to read that I was like I can't go into this. <sighs> really horrible because she's fucking wicked and I yeah, really like her. Yeah, she's amazing. Her. But then like she needs to like she finds it really important. So she's a fat acceptance activist and a writer and influencer etc etc yeah she's got a podcast with um mama sir who is um a female parenting influencer i suppose okay nice Mm. um but yeah like kind of her telling her story with things like that like being part of a pull a pig oh fucking hell i didn't know that's really awful um but she you know she's really a, a really important voice for that community and like that's the reality that that she faces and people of that size face right and I think it's really important that she does she's super honest and I just I love her photos like she's really so obviously being part of the fat acceptance activism is all important about showing like fat bodies and everything that comes with that whether it's stretch marks or rolls or whatever it is but she also like so she shows that all the time but it's also like shot in a really beautiful way like it, lo- yeah. it genuinely looks really really beautiful her photos yeah it kind of goes against what people think yeah. of in that realm in the sense that we've always been given the wrong narrative about that in bodies like exactly. stretch marks and r- bulges and rolls or whatever yeah and her take is refreshing not because it's new but because it is a different narrative and it's just well it's just fucking normal it's yeah exactly normal and, and you I, look fucking banging yeah she looks wicked and I, I find her every time I scroll through every time she, one of her posts appears in my Instagram feed I literally feel it like a breath of fresh air it's just so nice and I like you know I don't follow 
any knobs that would <laughs> do you know what I mean like I don't follow Kim follow Kardashian us. I don't follow <laughs> Emily I don't follow the people that just pout and get their lips injected so it's not like she stands out out of a sea of that but like even I mostly follow memes if I'm honest yeah, memes yeah, yeah. and people from Broad City and Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> so even in that even in that lovely sea um, Stephanie Yeboa really stands out um, and I think her photos are beautiful. I think she's incredibly cool. She always and has great lipstick as well. I'm here for a good lipstick. Good lipstick. Um, and I just really like her, so she's mine. And yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I didn't necessarily. Mean no, 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 no. But, it's but, like, but that's it. important. Like that's the kind of her activism is saying. Like this is literally what I have to live with. Yeah, and also the fact that she brought it up and she spoke about it is kind of indicative of her style and her ability to talk about really tough things that other people wouldn't necessarily talk about. But yeah. I just felt really shit when I read it. Not for her. I didn't pity her. It's I just, just felt really just shit that that like, existed and that was a thing that people did. <clears throat> people are cunts. Men are trash. Men are trash. Um, I nearly wanted to do Ocasio Cortez again because <laughs> we just have it every week. So a running girl crush at the State of the Union address, and they were all dressed in white, and she was wearing this kind of scandal Olivia Pope slash coat, and she looked incredible, and she did not clap for a lot of the stuff that he was saying. Like I've got a lot of time for her. Good. But I can't keep talking about her because it's a bit much. But Just know, listeners, that we love her. We love her. She's great. Anyway. That's us done. That's us done. This is the end of the podcast. Thanks for, st- thanks thanks for sticking for staying with, with us. us. Um, yeah, apologies for the slight uh, lag in... Content. Content. But we'll be back up and running. We are back up and running. This we, is, well, I mean, uh-huh. we are, but you know. Yeah. We'll you just know. be weird stuff. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks ever so. Feel free to leave us a review. Feel free to email us. We are whatawaypod at gmail.com and we are whatawaypod on Twitter and Instagram. Also, I need to do a very quick shout out if they're still listening to Ellie, Vicky and Laura because they were really complaining that all I do is talk about Kev and they're like, <laughs> we're happy with the Kev shout outs, but he does get a lot. So Vicky, Ellie, Laura, love you. Love you. Acknowledging you. We do talk about We're going a for lot. dinner soon, so I'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's actually fine. Very nice. And uh, we'll see you, everyone else, in two weeks. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.